Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. This is the third time I've recorded. Actually, no, this is the fourth time I've recorded this intro because I can't get my words to work properly. They're not coming out right. So let's hope that this this time we can get it together and fourth time's a charm. Okay. I'm so excited for this episode. We are wrapping up part three of you all's questions that you submitted on Instagram. We still have lots of super juicy questions to get to, so I'm pumped to get to that. But first, I have news, and you're going to be really, or a lot of you are going to be really excited to hear this. Remember last year when I did 100 Days of Killer Content? If you're not sure what that is, it's exactly what it sounds like. I sent out 100 straight days of content ideas and it was a freaking hit. It was really, really good. Well, guess what? Many of you asked for more days. So we have decided to do round two of 100 days of killer content and it is available right now. So this time it's a little different because we have simplified it big time. So again, last year I sent out, I actually did this like in daily emails, which was really cool. And I really liked this, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just want a sheet of paper with all the prompts so you can look through and you can decide, okay, this makes sense to post today. So I hear you. And that is what I'm delivering. You can get all 100 prompts instantly sent to your inbox within two minutes if you want to. Okay. If you go right now, don't listen to this episode, but then go. Okay. So 100 juicy prompts for all of your content. You can use this on posts, stories, reels. You can use these in emails and e-blasts. If you have a podcast, you could use some of these posts for or content ideas for podcasts. It truly can be repurposed anywhere. And again, we've simplified it. So you're going to, you're going to get all of the prompts at once, and it's going to be 50 business themed prompts for products or services and 50 personal prompts, super simple, super affordable, sent instantly to your inbox. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. You can get that right now. Now, last thing I'll say about this Anybody that desires just a little bit more support, we are also doing something really cool that I've never done before, which is 100 days of killer coaching. So if you desire mentorship and support with your brand, business, content, how you show up, confidence, doesn't matter, then we have a micromind where we're going to be hosting that that's super juicy too. So you can learn all about these and take advantage of both of these super awesome services 
right now. Go to the link in the show notes or check it out on my Instagram at Allie I Reeves. Enjoy. Okay, so let's get to these questions, shall we? So the first question that we're going to start with is from Cottage Living in Style. And she says, I'm trying to grow my story views, traffic, etc. How do I keep faith in the process? So first and foremost, this is relatable AF. I can't think of one person that is at least in this audience that doesn't want to grow in general, but especially their story views traffic, engagement, all of the things. And for good reason, we are businesses, right? Growth is the name of the game. And if you're growing a business and brand on social media, then story views typically equal to sales in some regard. So I totally get it. And it can be very frustrating. So I have a lot to say here. Number one, you have to understand that your story views are going to ebb and flow always and forever. Jesus Christ himself could have an Instagram account and his story views, depending on what he's talking about, would ebb and flow. It's just the nature of the game and how it works. So how do we get those story views to grow? Well, said very simply, summed up very simply, you put out more interesting content, right? Story views is essentially a number representation of the amount of attention you are holding. So if you notice that your story views are trending downward, then there are some things that need to be switched up a little bit. I know that whenever I get into the habit of talking mostly about business or when I am launching something or when I'm doing a lot of the same stories in the same setting, like my office or podcast studio, right, where I might be talking about the secret of the universe. I mean, I never am, but... I wish (laughs) I could be talking about something really juicy, but if I'm sitting in the same place, story after story after story, they're going to, they're going to go down a little bit. So all that to say, if you're noticing something like that, how can we switch it up? It has been proven that people love to watch stories where you are moving around something about holding objects, walking from room to room, doing something while you're talking. It's just another thing for somebody to feast their eyes on. It's another thing that holds their attention. So that's a really, really easy fix. Another thing that I've noticed is anytime I talk about something personal and or ask my audience some sort of question that um, warrants somebody giving an opinion, my story views are going to increase, especially if you have an audience of women. We love to give feedback and opinions, don't we? So what I recommend that you do 
is if you know that you have a day where you particularly need your story views to be higher, maybe you're posting about some sort of promotion, you know, you're going to be launching that day, whatever the case may be. I encourage you to test out maybe the night before or a few hours before the important story where you need max traffic. I encourage you to test out posting something personal, whether that be like a funny story about the kids or, you know, maybe something is something weird is going on with your lips. Like what's been happening with me the past couple weeks, like getting super random lip swelling. My audience loved that (laughs) because it's freaking weird. And I looked like a clown. So, you know, just test out. It doesn't that doesn't mean that you have to share something that you wouldn't normally share. You don't have to share drama with the husband or anything like that. But just just try and think of something. Test that out or ask a funny question to your audience or a question that, again, warrants some sort of response or opinion throw the question box sticker up there and watch the magic take place. So those are some quick fixes. Now, longer over time, that is going to, if you continue to put out the best content that you can and you, I mean, if you continue to do that, you're naturally going to grow, right? The better content that you put out, the more shares that you get, the more people that are actually intrigued. If you do a good job sharing about it and letting people know that it's there, people will watch. Like if you, if you can tap into what your audience wants to hear and, and learn about or see from you, they're going to watch it. So that naturally is going to grow over time. But some other quick fixes, I would say like the number one quick fix that I would recommend right now, if you are looking for a boost of followers, which will lead to a boost of engagement, lead to a boost of story views, if you're doing a good job, which is posting content, showing up consistently, that kind of thing, then I recommend doing some sort of collaboration with somebody in a complimentary industry who has an audience that matches what you are wanting to attract. So think like a joint live um, with somebody else or a podcast interview or, you know, how you can like collaborate on reels now, something, some sort of collaboration with somebody who has an audience that you would like, you know, that's similar to what you're wanting to attract in that has decent engagement and actually like listens to what they say, that's a great way to attract people quicker into your world. But definitely keep faith in the process. Focus on your content. Truly, you want your growth to be slower than faster because if you grow really fast and your engagement doesn't catch up to that, that translates to Instagram that you're not doing a good job with your content. So they're going to show it to actually less people. So I know fast growth is sexy. Followers are sexy, you know, higher numbers. Of course we want it. And that's great. But slow and steady is absolutely the way to go, at least right now. Okay, our next question is coming from Anonymous, and they say, in network marketing, we're taught to have 30 business conversations to grow monthly. Do you agree with that? So reminder, I'm not in network marketing. However, I work with a lot of women 
who are. I have worked with a lot of women who are, and I am partnered with No Shame Sales Game or Direct Sales Growth Community, and we do trainings. So I have learned a lot about network marketing over the years. And I think, I know I'm a really good person to answer these type of questions because I'm not in this space. I have a unique perspective of somebody from the outside looking in, somebody who has learned a lot about your business, I've been also on the receiving end of a lot of messages, just like we all have. So here is my perspective on this. It's not about the number. It's the quality of conversations. So the reason why this is taught is because math, right? If you have 50 business conversations or 30 or whatever the number is, you're bound to get one or two back that actually bite, right? Just like in fishing, the more that you cast out your fishing hook, (laughs) why do I try and do these stupid sports analogies that I don't know a thing about? Why do I do this? The more you cast out your fishing hook, the more likely you're to get a fish back, right? It's the same thing. So that they throw out numbers like this because it's really easy and they just need to give you something to do, right? Now, I do want to point out that they say 30 business conversations to grow monthly. Um, here's my thing. I personally would recommend you take the business off and you focus on conversations. Because if you put the business on there and you say 30 business conversations, I think you're probably going to feel more pressure to force a business conversation prematurely and you're going to scare some people off. All right. So what I recommend that you do, I teach something called profitable prospecting, and that is where you make a list of anywhere from 10 to 20 to 30 to however many people you can manage and you engage with them daily or every other day. You engage with their content. You engage with their stories. You're just being a chill, real human. You're not I mean, yes, obviously the point of this, like you're you're being strategic with who you're engaging with because they fit the description of your ideal client, customer, or team member. So yes, we are being strategic here because we're business owners. Of course we are. But we're we're not forcing the business conversation. We're not doing that. Okay, what I recommend you do is you play the long game, you engage thoughtfully with their stories, you are just, again, a chill, normal human being, and over time, that person is going to like you if you do a good job at this, they're likely going to follow you, and when they're following you and DMing you back because you're DMing them first, again, based on, you know, responding to their stories and such, when they DM you back and they're following you, This tells Instagram that you two are cool. Thus, Instagram is going to show more of their content to you and more of your content to them. So 
naturally, quote, organically, they're going to be seeing your business posts. If you are doing your job and creating content related to your business regularly, they will see it. And guess what? We are all adults. We all know if we want the face cream. We all know if we are ready for the business opportunity. We all know if we want the collagen. Okay, we can make that decision. We don't need somebody to prompt us and be like, hey, you look like crap. Let me get some skincare sent to you, right? So I personally, nowadays, because we've, again, we've all been on the receiving end of premature sales pitches or business pitches. It doesn't feel good. So because of that, I truly think the strategy to go and to win this game of growing your business on social media, if you're in network marketing, is to strongly utilize attraction marketing. Create the content, engage thoughtfully with the right people. They will see your stuff. And if you're having a conversation and it goes there, right? Like if you're having a conversation and you sell I don't know, collagen. And they're like, I I just can't, I I don't even know what collagen does. Anyway, (laughs) you're having a conversation and somebody's griping, your friend's griping about something that collagen actually supports. That's your cue, right? That's your time to shine. Hey, PS, did you know I sell this liquid collagen that's gold that can make you feel and look like a million bucks? Do you want me to send you a sample? Do you want to try it? I've been using it for X, right? Like trust your gut, go with your gut. But what we don't want to do is cross that bridge too soon because you will burn it. So to sum up that question, How do I feel about 30 business conversations to grow monthly? I think if you're going about it the right way and you can manage 30, and again, you're you're going about it from like like our goal here is we want the other person to feel like this is all organic. You do not want to give it away that you are prospecting the other person because that's that doesn't feel good, right? They're not, they're gonna they're gonna ghost you they're not going to follow you back or they're going to unfollow you or, you know, it's, it's not going to work out well nine times out of 10. So play the long game. If you do this enough, you're going to get some biters. That's my, that's my opinion. Okay. Next question also comes from anonymous and it is, I feel like I have so many ideas and not enough time tips for streamlining. Well, that's a good problem to have. So it's not that you don't have enough time. It's just, you don't have enough time to do them all at once, obviously. So what I recommend doing is anytime you get an idea, which you're going to, we're all going to get creative ideas regarding content that we can create products or services that we can launch books that we want to write podcast ideas that we want to do. We're going to get tons of ideas, especially when we actually allow ourselves to unplug. Like when you're driving, I get a lot of ideas, you know, obviously when you're in the shower, when you're working out. So what I do is I have a folder. Actually, I have several folders in my phone for these little sparks of inspiration. 
and I put them there. So what I recommend is to do a good old fashioned brain dump with all of these ideas and then decide, okay, where, where does it make sense to start or where do I desire to start? Start with one at a time and make a deal with yourself that you're going to get that done before you move on to the next thing. That's what I would do. Okay, the next question comes from Jade Marie 516, and she asked, what presets or filters do you use on your pictures? I'm needing help in that area. So I currently use a black preset. There are many of them out there, and they're pretty much created equally. So I I don't know. I don't even remember exactly where I found. Actually, I think it was a company called Preset Terra that I found it. I got like a random marketing email from them and found it there. But if you look, if, if you can't find that site for whatever reason, you can go to Etsy or Creative Market and do a search for black presets and then just, you know, get whichever one looks good. But if you're needing help in that area, here's the thing. We all have different vibes and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I tried before I landed on the the black filter. And one of my favorite comments I ever get was I ever got about this was from Anna Maria and she messaged me and she said, change your preset, change your life. And it's so true because before I landed on the black preset, I tried many, many I tested out dozens of different presets in Planoly to see what felt right or if anything would stick and nothing really did. And then I landed on the black one and it just felt right. So just because it's the black preset for me doesn't mean that's necessarily the one for you. So what I recommend is going to one of those sites like creative market or Etsy, kind of looking around, trying a few and seeing which one fits best for you and your vibe. The next question is an anonymous question, which is, are there any apps that allow scheduling auto posts for stories? I need auto post at work. Yeah. So I use Planoly. That is my go-to tool. I've used it forever and it allows you to schedule out your posts. It allows you to type out your captions on your computer. And best part, you can see like a bird's eye view of your feed. So you can make sure that your whatever you're about to post vibes with your current Instagram feed, which is why I love it. It also does many, many, many other things like scheduling content for stories. You can search hashtags in there. There so many other things that I've never used before and features. So I know that it definitely works with stories. I tried this one time. It was probably two years ago when I was launching Influenced Income Formula and I was trying to be like super ahead of the game and not only plan out my content, but also plan out my story content as well. And it was, it felt like a lot for me, but at the same time, I didn't necessarily need like what I, what I figured out was it's nice to have regular content scheduled in advance. If you 
work that way. But story stuff, it was easier for me to post on the fly personally. So definitely check that out and see if that works for you. But I could totally see if you work during the day and you're growing a business on the side, then yeah, I feel like that would be a fantastic tool for you. The next question comes from Sprinkling Sunshine LLC, and she asked, can you be successful with a business on Instagram without a website and how, or do you need a site? Ooh, I love this question. And here's why. No, you do not need a website to be successful, to be, to grow a successful business on Instagram. In the past, this was different. In the past, people looked for websites. That was one of the biggest indicators of a legit business because social media for business wasn't what it is today, but that has a million percent shifted. And I can't tell you how many times I have this conversation with new clients every month. I'll get a new client and that's one of their very first questions. Like, hey, I need a website. Do you think I should prioritize the website before I do anything else? And it's always like, heck no. Like if you desire a website and you want to invest in one, fantastic. Definitely do it. There's there's nothing wrong with a website. And no doubt it probably adds to your credibility But if you don't have one, does that mean anything about your business at all? No, I think, I mean, and here's why I say that because nowadays, even if you sell a physical product, you can sell it on Instagram. Actually pause. You can sell it on Instagram, but you might have to link it to a site. So let me back up. Let me back up. If you are going to sell something physical, you likely need some type of website because it's going to have to be there first. And plus, in that case, like, of course, you'd want one that would make sense for shipping and all of the things. If you sell like one random product, let's say, I don't know, let's come up with an idea. Let's say you you create planners or something. You have like one product that you're known for, you could probably get by with sharing about the planner on social media, posting all the specs on social media, and then linking some sort of PayPal button or member vault page. Like that's what I use. Anytime that I sell anything on social media, I link it to either a ClickFunnels account page, which is like a standalone website or something called member vault, which is essentially click funnels, but for dummies, way easier to use and more affordable, highly recommend. So you could link it on there and sell it through there. So I think if you had more than one product, then, I mean, even then you could still use a member vault, even then you could still use a member vault and keep track of those orders and ship and have it linked to your PayPal. So yeah, I mean, clearly I'm talking through this in real time, but long story short, what I'm trying to say here is that the game has absolutely changed. And again, in the past, it was definitely something that 
that meant you were a legit business nowadays, it's just for 90% of businesses out there, it's just not necessary. I have a website that I haven't looked at in months. I don't even think I have it linked on my link tree anymore because it's out of date. It needs to be updated. I hired, I've told this story before, but I think it's very telling. I hired this super popular uh, website boutique designer um, in Nashville to create a new website for me. I hired her early last year. That was like one of the things I was like, I'm going to get a new website. And I was very excited about it. We started working together. I paid a pretty penny and got pretty much to the end of the process when it got to the point where like I needed to be submitting copy for this website. And I was like, why am I doing this? This, it just felt so unnecessary. It borderline felt like a waste of my time. And, and I I mean, to be fair, I was in like a weird transitional phase of my business. So I didn't even really know what to put for the copy. So I was like, you know what? We're going to press pause on this. And I never came back to it. It was essentially a wash. Maybe one day I'll come back and, and rethink the website situation. But I have grown a very profitable business. And I know many, 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 many other women with a range of businesses in a range of industries that have grown incredibly successful, profitable businesses using links in their link tree, PayPal links, and uh, third-party sites like ClickFunnels, Member Vaults, invoices from PayPal, Stripe, that kind of thing. So really nowadays, I'll end, I'll end the answer with this. Your social media is your website. Your social media is your business card. We're we're more used to seeing businesses there now and and looking to that first for you know in the past we used to look up websites to see if a business was legit. Now we look up Instagram accounts and Facebook pages. So that being said, if you want a website, great, but if you can't afford one or if it doesn't feel like something you want to dive into right now, cool. It's all good. Okay. Next question is from I think this one is anonymous too. And she asked, I want to find my ideal customer and connect, but all I can seem to find in the hashtags are professionals and private accounts. Okay. So yes, this is one way to find your ideal customer, right? Like if you're wanting to grow your account and your audience, then one of the ways to do so is to go and, and, mine hashtags. And you have to remember that most of the people that do use hashtags or use hashtags properly are creators in most cases. I don't know the math on that, but I would assume that's probably the case, especially if you're looking up hashtags that are super specific to your industry. You're likely going to find a lot of other people in your industry who also have businesses. I mean, that makes sense, you know? So I encourage you 
to get more creative with your hashtags, maybe think more broader versus narrow. You're right to not follow private accounts. Like I, I highly recommend, you know, if you're creating a prospecting list and you're going out and you're searching hashtags or I'm going to give you um, a couple of other ideas to search as well. But if you're looking and you come across a private account, I recommend skipping and going and finding a public account because if they're private, you can't engage with their current content. You would just be like a random follower. It's going to prolong the process. Just move on. There's plenty of other public profiles that are to be found. So keep looking, look at different hashtags, get creative. Another thing that you can do is go look at location tags. So pick a random location, unless obviously unless your business needs local customers or customers focused in a certain area. In that case, go look at hashtags in those locations or just pick a random location on the map, search it on Instagram and scroll the posts there. Like that's a way to find new people. Obviously, it's not going to be as focused or specific as you as if you were to look at hashtags. So it just depends. You're, you're going to have to eyeball it and kind of go based on and decide based on the content that you find. And then you'll have to go to their profile and kind of do a quick scroll. So it's a little more broad. Another thing that you can do is go to other accounts, like larger accounts that have the type of follower that you are looking for. For example, if you're looking for moms or women of a certain age or women that are interested in personal development or whoever your ideal client is, try and think of larger accounts that are also attracting in that type of person. For example, Tony Robbins, you know, if you're looking for people that are that are interested in personal development, you could go to Tony Robbins page, go to his followers and scroll. And then you just kind of have to eyeball it from there and, you know, tap on different accounts and see if they fit the description of your ideal client. So that is what I recommend doing. But also don't forget collaborations. That might be an easier, faster way for you to grow. The next question is from actually, well, yeah, we'll do this one. This is from my girl, authentically aligned with Sarah, who just joined my mastermind, which I'm so excited. And she asked, do you mentor people specifically to help create their offer? There's so much potential, but so much confusion as to where to start. I definitely need a mentor. So yes, this is what I'm super passionate about. So anybody that is looking to create your own offer, whether that, I mean, it, it could be anything, but probably best if it's some sort of service. Like if you're wanting to mentor a specific group of people or you want to create a course or a mastermind, something in that area, I am your girl. That is where I thrive. So definitely reach out to me. Sarah did reach out to me and she joined the mastermind, which is a great place. And then the final question, this is, do you ever, this is from the Mary Moore. And she said, do you ever work with online boutique owners? Yes, I do. So just reach out to me. Okay. Sorry. I thought we had a couple. Hmm. 
My bad. I thought I had a couple of others that were more strategic questions. But that is all of the questions, my loves. I hope you enjoyed that. I love these Q&As. Let me know if you do too, because we can absolutely do more. And like I said, if you ever have an idea for a podcast, just topic in general, you can always DM me. Just put at the top uh, podcast topic so I find it. And that's it. Don't forget 100 Days of Killer Content. Round two is available. You can get all prompts sent straight to your inbox right freaking now. Get on it. They're really good. And then we also have 100 Days of Killer Coaching (laughs) as well. All right. Hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.